Welcome to the City Rev Live podcast. My name is Angelica and with me is Pastor Roby Barnes. And we have been in this conversation on empathy. And so, Roby, can you talk with us what you guys discussed last week? Yes. So here's where we've been so far in the series. In part one, we talked about how empathy actually is really related to what Jesus said about the golden rule. Mm -hmm. And when you see kind of where that phrase, like do unto others as you would have them do to you, that statement by Jesus is right in the middle of the Sermon on the Mount, really at a crescendo point. And he says, all the law and the prophets are built on that. And so think about that, that statement, we, we, it's the golden rule because of the emphasis Jesus put on it. Mm -hmm. And so, and it truly is amazingly profound. The idea of how should I treat, I mean, according to Jesus, this is what all the law and the prophets, the whole old Testament, um, this is how morality essentially is built. If I can, I should do to others how I would want to be treated that requires self-awareness And then it requires me to put myself in the position of someone else. I have to get in their heart, into their mind to try and predict and understand how they might want to be treated based on how I would want to be treated if I was in their situation. That's really empathy. That's Mm -hmm. Jesus describing empathy. And so we see it biblically. We're not just talking about empathy because it's maybe a buzzword or something like that. If we see really what is important and what is emphasized by Jesus, we see that this this idea of having self-awareness and then getting into the experience of someone else, that is really, really important. So then last week we talked about, in the last episode, we talked about how empathy plays out in our in our relationships with another key concept, which is we talked about EQ or emotional intelligence. And whereas our, our, our intelligence, you know, how you can compute facts and data is one thing, but how we can relate to other people is a, is a completely different thing. And if you think about it, empathy really is a core part of that. And what we talked about was when it comes to emotional intelligence, self-awareness is that foundation, mm-hmm. but then that capstone that holds all of it together is empathy because to have emotional intelligence, to be able to treat people well, to manage my own emotions, to understand how I'm I'm coming off to other people, how other people are receiving, how my my the the way I communicate or my emotions or how I'm how I'm treating other people, I first have to see myself, but then I have to enter into the experience of others and be able to understand what it must feel like to be in in their shoes. And so really it starts with self-awareness, but it doesn't really, for emotional intelligence, it doesn't end with self-awareness because then I would just be introspective without still not really computing how I'm treating others. And so really emotional intelligence, it, it starts with self-awareness, but it ends with putting myself in the, in someone else's frame of mind. So that's empathy. Empathy is really core. It's a really key a skill that we want and that we can grow in. And it, it's, it's central to understanding how to treat people according to Jesus and, and really how to live a godly life. But it is also a core to just growing in our emotional intelligence. I think something we all want to grow in. So that's really where we've been in the series, really unpacking this critical subject of empathy that applies to so many parts of our lives. Well, then that leads us to today's topic. We're going to be talking about the power of empathy. So, Roby, talk to us how empathy is powerful. 
Yeah. So, uh, and I think that that's a great place to take the conversation because we've talked about, okay, what is empathy according to Jesus? What is it morally? What is it in terms of biblical righteousness? We've talked about what is empathy in terms of our emotional intelligence, but what is the power behind it? Why is this so important? And I think what makes this so important is it is a central part to healthy, thriving relationships and really fulfilling relationships. And so let's let's just talk about that for a second. You know, we live in a society where we are we have a strong value of independence. We have a strong value of individualism and that there's especially with the growth of digital connection, oftentimes our interactions with people are even on a, just a social level are is digital first before it's in person mm-hmm. and so really which is some of those things are are good there are healthy parts to all of those those should not be abandoned but the shadow side of all three of those values is we as a culture are i i think getting a little stunted and we can be we need to be watchful of getting stunted on having really healthy, life-giving relationships? Do we know how to grow in those relationships? Do we know how to uh, work through conflict in relationships, mm-hmm. whether it's a coworker, a friendship, a family member? Do we know how to have those healthy, life-giving relationships? And that's mission critical because that is central to being human. We are designed to be human on so many on so many levels. We, we cannot thrive. We, you and I as much as we love to think I'm an island, I can do it all myself. We are not designed to operate like that. Mm-hmm. We're not designed to thrive like that professionally. We're not designed to thrive like that spiritually. We're not designed to thrive like that emotionally. And so, in a, in a in it with a a culture that is, in a lot of ways, I think heading towards some challenges and maybe in the midst of some relational challenges and things like friendships and healthy relationships, empathy is is absolutely critical because if we're going to have that kind of thriving relationship, we have to be have that skill of understanding someone else's situation. It all comes back to the value of relationships. We can't really understand the power of empathy until we understand the the importance of relationships in our life. And you know, I think we all realize that because I think a lot of times we sense a loneliness. We might be surrounded by people, but we have kind of a loneliness in our lives. Yeah. And so thinking back to empathy and how that applies to relationships, there are different spheres where spheres where we have relationships. Sure. We have. Can you talk? us through those different spheres? Yeah, absolutely. Let's take this idea of empathy. Let's walk that out. So how does empathy create those relationships? In the end, our relationships are are about intimacy. Mm-hmm. It's about which really uh, especially talking biblically, which you know, I could we could go down the rabbit hole, but that's another podcast another day, but really intimacy in the Bible, it's linked the idiom for that is linked to the word knowledge. We we're, we're known by mm-hmm. other people. And if we think about like, if you were to just pull someone aside on the, on the street and you were to ask someone like, what do you value in a friend? They would probably be using words surrounding intimacy and knowledge. Mm-hmm. So they would be using words like, man, I want someone who's always got my back. Yeah. I want someone who's, who's going to stand up for me. I want someone who's there for me. I want someone I can trust. Uh, I want someone who's present. 
all of those things, if I can't know how to have your back or support you, if I don't know you, yeah. if I don't really know you and not just like the social media version of you, like, like I know you, I know what, you know, I, I can't be a supportive person. I can't be there in your time of need if I don't know you well enough to know you have a need. Mm -hmm. And so really when it comes down to it, that relational need that we have, that relational gear that we have that that relational desire that relational part of ourselves that humans are wired for we're wired with that to to that that comes back down to intimacy and knowledge we have to know one another and and really again it goes back to i have a friend if i have a coworker if i have a my spouse or my child it comes back to deeply knowing them and and that knowledge is like i i not only just know facts of what you're walking through but i'm putting myself in from your perspective what must it be like to walk through that that empathy equips me to be a trustworthy person in this season because i know the stakes it equips me to know like hey this person what this person needs how i can support them it equips me to know how to have their back so that empathy is needed and so there's several fears several spheres there's that that it's powerful. I, I think maybe that we could talk about this and we will throughout the series, but maybe just a couple just to hit briefly would be the work sphere yes. and the home sphere. So which should we talk about first? Which let's we let's talk, talk about work first. Talk How about does that work. look like? Yeah. So we in the work sphere, we've got the our coworkers, you know, that that's a key part of it. Mm -hmm. We also have our customers or our clients, you know, depending on the the industry, uh, the people that we work with. But let's just start with coworkers. Man, let's talk about empathy up. If I have a boss, man, uh, appreciating and anticipating the needs of a boss is like one of the most valuable commodities in mm -hmm. a, in a co in a coworker. And that requires empathy. I've got to think through things from that perspective. As a leader, if I have people that report to me, one of the most valuable skills is empathy. I can, I, it's self-awareness and EQ, but it's also appreciating maybe their hard work, appreciating how much they put into it. I mean, all of those soft skills as a leader ultimately comes down to, to empathy. I mean, there's power in that to, to be released as not only to add value to those that you report to, but actually as a leader, these are things we'll probably dig into as we go through this series, even as a coworker, to be a great teammate is to appreciate, hey, you worked really hard on this. Like, I'm not going to come in last minute and mess the, everything up. Or, hey, man, you're going through a hard time. How can I come alongside of you? When we think about how to be on mission as city changers and showing love to coworkers, man, that the the personal side, hey, I recognizing that person's going through a hard time. They've got a a, a sick family member or they're walking through a, they're a, maybe a medical or financial issue, man, if I want to care for that person at work, that's empathy on the, emo I'm not just going in as a, uh, as a productive robot. I'm coming in as like, I'm surrounded by humans. Ultimately good customer service comes down to empathy. Mm -hmm. I understand. And I'm uh, anticipating what is the, the experience of the customer coming in? I mean, caring for those, if you're a teacher or you're a medical professional or a counselor, or you're a first responder, man, it, there's a, the bedside manner that's required in all of those industries that comes down to empathy and maintaining that empathy. It is so powerful when we think about entering into that, that work sphere. And, and there's also different levels of intimacy that or relationship that you have at work versus home. Yes. So walk us through how that would look like at home, like in your marriage with your kids. 
Yeah, absolutely. And again, I mean, there's a, a whole world here that we can go into and, and through this series, we'll dig deeper. But as we're just kind of talking overview, the power of empathy, man, it is, I mean, it is mission critical in your marriage. It's mission critical as a parent. And honestly, sometimes that's the spot that we, we forget to deploy empathy. Honestly, like the difference, one of the key differences to between a married couple of just being like roommates versus like being intimate as emotionally as a couple is empathy. You know, if we're, if it's, if our marriage has been reduced to like who gets the kids where and, you know, uh, running the schedule and just running the playbook, but really stopping. And sometimes we forget of like entering into what is my spouse walking through right now? Mm -hmm. And especially in times of care, almost every marriage at some point, there is long suffering. You know, there's someone that's walking through a chronic difficult situation. Maybe it's a husband that's lost a job and it's a long season that's emotionally and professionally difficult. Maybe it's a chronic illness that one of them has or or, or whatever it may be. Like in maintaining that empathy is so critical. I remember there's a there's a movie that Rebecca and I love that is a, a, about this. It's a great movie about, about marriage. And there's this one scene where this woman, she she thinks that her husband's having an affair. He's not. But she hires this private investigator and the private investigator she hires has this the total as a love life disaster. And so he basically asks her, why are you fighting so hard for your marriage? And there's this really profound line where she looks at him and she says, you know, there's something about marriage where the other person is a witness to your life. And I love that idea. Like there's just your, your spouse is this person that is a witness to your life that no one else is. And to really enter into that space and draw strength from that is empathy, walking with empathy and intentionally thinking, what must it be like for my my spouse, if you're for for my wife, if you're a husband, or for my husband, if you're a wife, what must it be like for them to walk through that? There are a lot of people that are lonely in their marriage, mm-hmm. but to draw empathy, to, to deploy empathy is how you draw strength from that partnership. But I also think as, as parents, <laughs> Sometimes we can forget. I mean, it's been a long time since I was my kid's age. And sometimes I'm kind of, I have adult expectations on them. Yes. You know, like they, they have, you know, they, they, they're, I heard a comedian talk about like uh, your, your child's carrying a balloon out, out of the, out of the circus and they actually let it go and it, you know, just drifts away and they have a meltdown and you're kind of like, it's a balloon. Like yeah. It costs less than one cent. And this, and he was saying like, yeah, imagine for them, it's like your wallet floating away. I mean, you'd freak out. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's a big deal. And the, the gear of a parent being able to remember, this is not an adult. Yeah. Like, what is it like for a child to walk through that? Man, sometimes that's the game changer of what the Bible says as a dad, don't exasperate your children. Now, one way of exasperating my children is having adult expectations on a child Who's supposed to be a child? They're not supposed to be little adults. And entering into empathy is just so profound to have the right expectations, to pick the right consequences, to think through making a big deal on the right things, employing empathy into those in all these spheres. Again, we, we, we'll do deeper dives, but just we're talking about the power of empathy. I mean, it's a game changer in, in relationships with friendships, game changer at work. 
as a professional. It's a game changer in marriage, game changer in parenting. This skill is a way of loving the people around us and staying interconnected in these relationships. Yeah, and it's it's also great for for your kids. They see, they witness that, and and they it feel will, it. Yeah. Yeah. And it helps just in their growth and in their emotional intelligence. Absolutely. And so as we talk about the the power of empathy in these different spheres, what is how can we do that? What is a practical takeaway that we could like what can we do for homework to yeah. practice on empathy? Yeah. So what what's one takeaway? Here's what I would I guess most on my heart mm-hmm. is that, you know, maybe there was a sphere that that you felt a tug uh, about. But maybe if you're watching, you're listening, uh, what I would just say, especially Think about in your home. So is there someone that you're feeling convicted you've lost some empathy for? So mm-hmm. maybe it's your spouse, maybe it's your one of your kids, or or maybe your aging parents. You know, it's aging parents, they're in a season of life that we can't appreciate because we're not there yet. You know, whatever it may be, is there someone close to you, especially in your family, that you need to it maybe it's that sibling that's wayward or drives you crazy. Is there is there someone in your immediate family you need to recapture some empathy, prayerfully asking the Lord, help me appreciate what must it be like to walk through the season that they're walking through? So let's take that as our homework. Well, that that's that's really good and that's really practical. Maybe this week let's practice on thinking of that person that we can have more empathy towards. And so that was really good, Roby. We'll continue this conversation on empathy and we'll see you next time. Thank you so much for listening to the City Rev Life podcast. Feel free to subscribe or leave a rate and review. If you want more content or additional resources, head to cityrev.org or download our app. We hope you have a great day.